All right, man, we back on the Better Yourself podcast with the first guest of the show. This is my brother, my Playmaker brother. We had some great battles before on the Playmakers, on FAMU campus, on 90.5, man. My boy is doing big things out in KCMO right now. Anything Chiefs, and congrats to the Chiefs again, unfortunately, for being the Super Bowl champion because I'm not even going to let him get that off. But my brother, Robert Wimpson, man. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Lotto. Man, what's going on, my brother? Hey. It, it feels like old times, brother. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so what's going on? What's on your mind, man? Let's chop it up. Man, okay. So it's, as per you, I'm listening to Bet On Yourself podcast. Right? Okay. I'm doing my daily commute, you know, going to and fro from work. And on the latest episode, you know, y'all talk about top five wine kids. Woo! I mean, up to a point, I was agreeing with you. I mean, we used it. Facts about D Hop, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, even your tape about Tyree Killer wasn't too bad. But I gotta disagree with you about that. Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas is not a 1A, 1B, top three receiver in the NFL to me. And for me, I can't even really put him above Tyree Killer. See, you know what, Rob? That's why I brought you on this show. Because I already knew that you was going to come with some foolishness. I knew that. I knew that, Rob. How, how, is, how, is, how is Michael Thomas not a 1A or 1B receiver? Are you looking at his stats? Are, are you looking at his catch-to-drop radius? Talk to me, Rob. Uh, listen, 104 catches in 2017, 125 in 18, and 149 last year. What? Talk to me, Rob. All right. So listen here. I'm going to just start here. To me, already, DeAndre Hopkins is the best in the NFL, hands down. And you can make the case for Julio if you want to. He's literally like a wide receiver built in a, in a scientific lab somewhere. I can agree with that. Right. But Michael Thomas, he's just not better than Tyreek Hill. Here's why. You asked me if I was looking at the numbers. I was looking at the numbers, but I'm looking at the right numbers. See, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Because if you're looking at yards, if you're looking at receptions, Michael Thomas can't I mean, literally number one in the NFL focus. But if you look at the stats that matter, say yards per reception, okay. how meaningful do you make each reception? Tyreek Hill hasn't beat there. Uh, you look at yards after catch. Well, yards after catch per catch. You know what I'm saying? Because yards after catch, he has around like 500 yards for Tyreek Hill. But yards after catch per catch, Tyreek Hill leaves him in that as well. Okay. Receptions that he's getting, all those targets that he's getting, you would think he would have so many more touchdowns than Tyree Hill. He does not. So Michael Thomas is not. Okay, so let me let me ask you this though, Rob. Let me rebuttal to you on that. I love Tyree Hill. I feel like he is one of the, or probably the most explosive receiver in the league. But there are also games, i.e. fantasy, now because I had him on my fantasy team, where he'll give you three touchdowns, but he'll come back and also give you three catches for 55 yards. Talk to me now. Now, see, this because those games usually are games where teams decide, you know what, we've had enough Tyreek Hill. Let's just double, triple him. Let's just shade over the top every time he's there. And the way the Chiefs' offense is set up, it's really pick your point. Either you're going to double Tyreek, one game, or you're going to double Kelsey one game, or maybe even one game you you tired of Sandy Watkins, so you'll double him too, like, it was the those games where you see he has only like three catches, 55 yards, those are games where teams are really hoeing in on him, right? Okay. Uh, and 
those games, usually you'll see Travis Kelsey's having a big game. Uh, Sammy Watkins is having a huge day. Nico Harmon is having a huge day, especially. That's what's happening now. So give, so give me this. So give me this. Give me the second receiver on the Saints team. I mean, listen, you have me there, and that's why Michael Thomas has so many receptions. But but I'm saying, okay, right, all right, you right about that. They don't really have anywhere else to go. I mean, they just picked up Emmanuel Sanders last year. I mean, this past this past year, but the weapon, but he's not that guy. True, true. Tell me, tell me this though. Consistency, Rob, and everybody know he's getting the ball. You know what I mean? Like a hundred catch guy. You normally see guys who get a hundred balls for the most part are guys. Slot guys, small guys. Now you don't normally see those big frame, big body benzes still going 100 plus catches per year, and they and they know that he's getting the ball. But Drew still finds a way to get it, and I just think that speaks. And I can't. I can't. This is my only thing with Mike Thomas. I don't know what he does best, but he does everything well. He does everything pretty good. He's just a solid receiver across the board. He's physical. He'll win the 50-50 ball, and he'll go across the middle. But I respect your opinion. I love Tyreek Hill, too. He's not in my top five, but he's right outside that door. And I'm going to ask you this, too, Rob. Do not be a Homer fan because you're a Chiefs guy. Tell me this. If you were a GM of your ball club and you had the opportunity to pick a wide receiver to start your franchise, who would it be? Okay, for me, I mean, even not being a Homer, it's hard for me not to pick. Okay. Come on now, Rob. Come on now, Rob. I'm going with one of these three, right? I'm going D-Hop, I'm going Julio, or I'm going Tyree. No, I need you to pick one. That's the easy way out. I need you to pick one, brother. Let me me, me give you my my, my reasoning, right? If I know that I'm going to have a quarterback that might struggle a little bit, that needs a little extra help, right? I'm going to get you a DeAndre Hopkins. Because you know he can make any quarterback work in any sort of way, right? Right. I like that. If I know... I just need a guy who can catch it on any down, but doesn't necessarily find the end zone all the time. I'm gonna get me a Julio Jones, right? Cause he can literally do everything. He literally has it all, but just something, he has a tough time finding the end zone sometimes or something. True. But if I know I have my QB one, I know I have a guy that can literally throw the ball really well. Even if it's just like a Matt Stafford, I'm getting him Tyreek Hill. Absolutely. <laughs> like one of a kind weapon in the NFL, can't be duplicated. Gotta go there. Lord, I, I respect it, I guess, Robert. Before I get you off here, let, before I get you off here, let me hear your prediction for this upcoming season. If you guys don't know, Robert is not only a Chief fan, but he's a Chiefs enthusiast. He was he's, he's wrote for him. He's went to games. He's he's your guy when it when it when you talk anything Chiefs. So give me your record prediction. I know you're gonna say that y'all gonna win a division, but tell me this. Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes are going to square off week three on Monday Night Football. Who wins that game? And what is the regular season record for the Kansas City Chiefs this year? All right. So I'll start with the regular season record. Uh, my first gut reaction was to have us at 12 and 4, but I talked myself out of that. I'm just going 13 and 3. Woo! Um, and as far as the Baltimore game goes, I think this time I have Baltimore taking it on Monday Night Football just because it, it just feels like, you know, they're due a win against Kansas City, right? It's been like, this will be their third time seeing them. Like, they got to win eventually, right? Like, right. this would be the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady rivalry that we all wanted to be Patrick Congress. He got to win, right? To balance it out. Win one, right? But 
to be honest with you, it's hard. It's really hard picking Lamar Jackson because usually in 50 games where it could go either way, you go with the better quarterback. True. And that's Patrick Mahomes. True. So, but, but I have the Ravens taken just this time, just because it feels like it's too. So I, I truly feel like the door uh, to the AFC championship representative or I guess the, the goal, the door to the Super Bowl is going to go through that game eventually. I feel like they got Trump last year with the Titans. They made that run. But you look at the Titans, they they were probably going to be right there uh, in the Ravens and in Kansas City in the AFC championship. So that, that game will probably be a pre-look uh, who takes uh, and who represents the AFC in the uh, Super Bowl. So I, I, got, I got that one circled, man. But I'll tell you this. I do not like that you guys did not get better defensively this offseason. I love the pick, uh, the second-round pick for the kid, uh, William Gay, I believe is his name, uh, out of Mississippi yep, State, Willie linebacker Willie Gay. I like him. Um, I feel like you guys needed to add another DB back there. Is, is, do, you, do you guys still have Breland? Y'all still got Breland? Uh, uh, yeah, Breshawn Breland, we signed him. Uh, he's, okay. He has some trouble with it in, in Virginia, I think West Virginia or, or South Carolina, but we ain't going to talk about <laughs> I'll say this about our defense, right? Uh, I would have liked to gotten an upgrade, I think, like something tangible, like uh, obviously like a Patrick Peterson upgrade. But if you look the latter half of the season, our defense margin, and we won a lot of those games because our defense was great. Like that San Francisco, uh, that Super Bowl game, you don't win that if the Chiefs' defense is bad, right? You right how San Francisco the ball, all those weapons they got on offense, you don't hold them to zero points in the fourth quarter if your defense is bad. So I caution people to underestimate the Chiefs defense this year like they did last year because now they've gotten the new system, uh, the, 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 the cranks in the new system out of the way. They're starting, they're hitting the ground running this season, as I said. Okay, like, and, like, I, and I like Spagnolia for y'all. I think you got a good balance. It's a bend, don't break defense, and it helps when you have a a signal caller back on that back end like Teron Matthew. Man, he doesn't get enough credit for me, man. He's a heck of a player. Heck of a player. Absolutely. And we'll be healthy this season on defense, hopefully, because we had a lot. Of, I mean, uh, Frank Clark missed time. Chris Jones missed time. Like, all those guys missed time. So, hopefully this season we can stay healthy. I think the Chiefs defense could be massive, even without you know, grabbing a big time. Okay. Hey, y'all, this is my boy, Robert Rempson, man. Hey, Rob, tell them, uh, give me your social media so they know where to find you at, man. All right, so I'm at, on Twitter, I'm at Rempsanity. That's one R-I-M-P-E-S-A-N-I-T-Y. Follow me for everything cheese, or if you just want a good Twitter follow, you can follow me on Instagram at the same, at a underscore before that. Or you can follow me at fox4.com. I'll be writing cheese stuff down there, too. Uh, if you in the Midwest, Kansas City area, please tune in to Fox 4. Uh, forget case, uh, Channel 9, forget Channel 5, forget Channel 41, Channel 4, where it's at. <laughs> All love, my brother. Robin Rempson, y'all. I appreciate you for coming on, my brother. I appreciate you, big dog. Love. Welcome back to the Better Yourself podcast, man. I got another distinguished guest here, someone who's dear to my heart. My sister, a former playmaker, another playmaker on here now, y'all. I just had Robbo Craze behind on. Now I got to bring on our great host, Ty Floyd. My sis, what's going on? Woo-hoo, what's going on, Amon? Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited. Already, already. It's so interesting. Already, man. We're going to get into it. So we're going to chop it up a little bit about The Last Dance. No, we yes. know this was a 10-part episode. It 
we've been quarantining, so it's had the whole world on standstill. Everybody has been tuning in to check out Michael Jordan's amazing documentary. ESPN released it. It's been beautiful. Todd, jump in. How you feel about it? Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to the producers and all the creative people who right. worked on the project. And see, and see they don't really look at that. Everybody don't look at all that editing that went into that project. That was no. so difficult. That was a beautiful piece of work. Let's right. start there. So everybody who was behind the scenes, behind the camera, researching things, I mean, getting these people to interview that were just like amazing additions to the story and really made it multidimensional. I'll give a shout out to them first because they did an amazing job. Now, I think it's so funny we're talking about this because I am not a Michael Jordan fan like that. Right. I'm really not. I'm really not a Michael Jordan fan and it's crazy because he's from North Carolina, I'm from North Carolina, but I'm such a LeBron fan at this point. Right. Like, you know. I feel you, I, I feel you. But see, but see, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like, Ty, it's kind of crazy because it's like, you know, we didn't watch Jordan. when we were uh, when we were of age. Jordan was finished almost. You know his Wizards days. He was not as prolific and explosive and yeah. electrifying as he was with Chicago. Yes, exactly. And that's another thing that really put like the documentary really put into perspective for me because you know we hear the old heads talk about it. You know we hear the old heads talk about like you know how just amazing Jordan was and in our minds you know that's that we, we've never lived in that so we don't really understand exactly. but to actually get that perspective and see just like how crazy he actually like crazy good he actually was really makes me appreciate Jordan and who he was and then also in watching the documentary I could see remnants of his personality remnants of his game and other people right. so it's just so crazy to see how inspiring he was but I'm really thankful for the documentary I was so hesitant about watching it also I was like, uh, I don't really know if I want to watch it like that. I don't like Jordan like that. But like after watching it, I understand. So it was a really good documentary, man. It was really, really great. But I have a question to propose to you about it. Talk to me. So another thing that the documentary did was put a perspective on different players okay. that played with Jordan and that played in the league. More specifically, one of the people that is my favorite person ever just because of how much he really didn't care. So just give me your opinion on Dennis Rodman. I think Dennis Rodman is the best rebounder in NBA history. Okay. <laughs> I feel like, I know that's a big statement, but like, I truly feel like the way he approached the game, how wild he played is what gave the Bulls that physical edge. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and I love that the documentary highlighted this. Rodman used to be a part of the Bad Boy Pistons. As, right. as, a, as a young kid, he grew up with that team. That team was built extremely tough. The Bill Lambeers, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, those guys were guys you don't want to link up with in the back alley. They were going to rough you up. So Rodman exactly. was, was, was raised as a young pup with those physical guys, and he brung that tenacity to the Bulls. Now, his off-the-court off the issues were a bit extreme, but hey, if, if, you, can, if you can produce... extreme. Yeah, if you can produce, people can overlook your drama now because he was a bit much. But I love the the passion that he played with. And it's crazy how I think it speaks to Jordan as well because great players do a good job of getting the most out of people. And I right. felt like Rodman wanted to hold himself accountable for Mike because he knew Mike was going was gonna to get on his butt if he slipped. And he was the best player in the league. And he knew that Mike needed his help, especially when Scottie Pippen got hurt. Rodman really stepped up. So 
I mean, I, I, I like Dennis, though. Dennis is an excellent rebounder. And let me ask you this, though, Ty. Mm-hmm. So, who besides Rodman were you most surprised to find out about other than Jordan and why you're watching the documentary? It could be a, a opposing player, it could be someone else on Jordan's team, but a coach. What was another interesting piece of the documentary to you? Um, I would say I had about like two or three t- big takeaways from the documentary. Okay. Um, I think my biggest thing would be just about like just about point guards and how important they are and everybody knows how good like you know how important point guards are but I think the new school point guards some of them are a little bit different like I personally like Steve Kerr is a goat in his own right right I mean just knowing what he accomplished you know being able to win all these championships as a player then go and win some as a coach i had no idea that that happened to his dad in beirut you see those he hit some big shots too now he hit some huge shots and that's the thing about point guards which is which is why they're so important they play such an integral part because not only do they facilitate the ball but they also come up big and like just like you said in those moments when it really really matters and i think a lot of people are just so focused on like you know these point these point guards you know shooting shooting out the gym like a steph kind of thing but for me you know when we like you know coming up and that's so crazy to say because we're not even that old but like coming up you know the point guard to me when i think of a point guard i'm thinking of like rondo you know somebody who might not have a lot of points passer right exactly somebody who might not have a lot of points but definitely it's up there when it comes to like assists and really make like getting to the nitty gritty so i think that that was really important to highlight steve kerr and just how important he was and then um i also like another one of my biggest takeaways is just like you know just the company you keep i think that's really important and i think and then that's definitely was getting a lot of these young guys in any sport in a lot of trouble these days it's the company they keep and uh i really enjoyed reading our like watching the documentary but also reading about um the two security guards that jordan used to roll with like right. in his career right and they, they even were, quit they their so jobs good. right they, they even were, quit they, their jobs at the united center to go with him when he played baseball and before they were even guards at the at the stadium or at the arena they were like narcotics officers they served in the armed forces right. and, and they were older than jordan so they and they had kids of their own so you know they had a little bit of like influence on him as far as you know giving him advice keeping him out of trouble and so i think if anybody could take something away from what they showed with those relationship with those guys is that you really need to make sure that the company you keep around you when you are at the pinnacle of jordan status or whoever it's extremely important and i didn't mean to interrupt but not even at jordan's level any professional level or public figure every move will be scrutinized every every everything you do will have a spotlight on it you no longer can do ignorant things and get away with it and i think at all and i hate to to be this guy but it's something that our african-american males have not understood yet that when you reach a certain platform you have to leave your environment you know like a hundred percent not only physically but mentally you have to exit that environment because now you have more responsibilities you have more impact and whether you want to or not you are now a role model you know you are now going to be looked looked at or looked upon from somebody you know exactly you know i i totally understand where you're coming from and i just think it's so important that you that people are just very careful because I've I've grown up with the motto or like of just knowing that you're one decision away from a completely different life. That far. Going to the wrong place, 
you know hanging out with the wrong people i mean like you're literally one decision away from having a completely different life or having no life if you want to be completely honest with you like you know people are just crazy nowadays so i think that that was a really good part of the documentary and i also really really liked how they highlighted just the importance of like family values and um I love about his about his dad that was that was really important to me um the, the emotion that he poured out after winning that championship when his father passed it was a it insane was a, it was a great moment to see that like you know like that he yeah. was at that pinnacle as an athlete reaching that much much success but the void of not having his father there you know he he released all of that emotion you could tell he had been holding that grief in for years and it finally just poured all out you know exactly and one thing i'm really grateful about with michael jordan is that he's not really i don't want to say he's not really afraid to show emotion but in, in a way he's not like he he will show his emotion he will cry on camera he will shed tears i, I really like that about michael jordan because in our community especially it's like a lot of guys feel like they have to be like stoic and just so tough but Absolutely. you know they're there are guys like Michael Jordan that are, you know, literally pouring out their emotions about, you know, how passionate they are about the game or how, you know, much family values mean to them or how much, you know, their friends, like, you know, Kobe Bryant, for example, meant to them. So I think that that's a, a huge part um, of just the lessons that, you know, guys like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and LeBron James are able to show us. Um, because a lot of people aren't easily influenced by, you know, people that are close to them, if that makes sense. But yeah. to have a guy like that, you know, just be and able it's, to... It's, it's crazy because it's like someone, a coach can may get through, a teacher can get through, but a parent may not be able to reach those walls with their with their kids. It's kind of crazy sometimes that if you hear it from somebody you don't know or somebody you don't have that close of a relationship with, it'll hit home, you know? Right. It'll really Or hit. just kind of like reinforces it for you. Like, oh, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, it confirms it. Like, oh, yeah, my mama wasn't tripping. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Before I get you out of here, I got two quick questions. One yeah, is, um, it seems that like LeBron is looked upon in our generation. I could say this personally because he spoke up for the black community in times mm -hmm. of turmoil, you know, and when Mike was at the height of his careers, when he had opportunities to step up into politics and into different social justice issues, mm -hmm. like athletes of his time, he didn't. So do you mm -hmm. think that when you go into the GOAT conversation that people will use that as a notch against him? I think people might. And honestly, it's so crazy to think because like, like I told you, I wasn't really a Jordan fan. And part of it, mm -hmm. I feel like that was why, because he didn't really take on the responsibility of lifting up the black community. But at the same time, a lot of people just really aren't able to be the spokesperson. A lot of people don't have like the 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 knowledge not the knowledge but more so just like how to com like the communication skills Absolutely. to be able to to reach different people and i think that jordan is just one of those people you know sometimes people can't really bear the responsibility of because it's, it's a lot taking up for others it's a lot and, and a lot of people don't know how to handle that pressure either of like you know the scrutiny of doing it so right. I think that that's why Michael Jordan really didn't speak out. And beforehand, I used to think like that is so annoying. Like, why would he not speak out? Like no. <laughs> that really just you're, you're literally mad. you're literally one of the most powerful African American figures or most powerful figures. Period. Not even African American. Like pe people. Period. Like people. Was, period. Yeah, and think absolutely. about the time they were in Amman because like they had no social media back then. Right. Like him 
having that reach that he had was purely just off of him being himself and i think even to this day he still doesn't have a personal social media like he has you know the whole jump man stuff but that's yeah. not even that's him not that's him. just that's just like his brand like you know so um as, as far as your question goes I, like i said i think a lot of people aren't really able to handle the responsibility of being the spokesperson but what i will say about michael jordan is that he does a lot of things privately as far as um like his charitable donations to different right. causes and he definitely puts his money behind things so and i think in a way he kind of feels like guilty yeah. kind of like maybe like dang you know i could have and i should have and maybe in retrospect right. and, I mean, and let me let me clean that up now that i can you know right right so i mean yeah i, I love that about lebron james that he's able to do that lebron's a very strong a very very strong person for all the scrutiny you know that he's been put through especially right. in the time that he's in right now you got guys like carl malone i won't say too much exactly out here. Right? ain't that crazy but we, we're definitely <laughs> not gonna get into that though but that's wild for real <laughs> that'll be like a 15 minute conversation because boy Anyway. I'm gonna have to bring, I'm gonna have to bring you back next week for that. But hey, yeah. this is my sister Ty, y'all. Hey Ty, let them know about all your social media platforms and where they can find your work at. Yes, you can go on my website www.tyfloydonair.com. Um, my Instagram handle is Ty on TV, and my Twitter is Ty on Air. I think. So go ahead and give me a follow. Got some cool things coming up and um hey, cool. Keep i just want to got say, a lot of content for y'all for y'all to watch already she got a lot of great interviews man so y'all tap in with sis for real yes and i just want to say to Amon, i'm so proud of you and all that you've accomplished and all that you've done so far i know this isn't even the the pinnacle yet but man the surface, sis. we still come we got to just keep working but i appreciate you so much for real 100%. You already know what time it is. Hey, man. Y'all keep it locked on the Better Yourself podcast. I appreciate you, sis. Of course. Peace. All right, man. We back, man, with another caller, man. I got my brother Trey Payne checking in with us, man. Uh, this this guy here, man, this one of my one of my dear friends, man. He goes up, man. Every time we talk sports, man, he give me good stuff, man. One of my former playmakers as well, man. This guy doing big things on the hill, man. Y'all look out for him. Check in, Trey. What it is, what it is, man. It's your boy Trey Payne checking in from the 305. Checking in old boy. Okay. Already, already, man. Let's jump in now. See, I know you a New Orleans Saints fan, y'all. He a Saints fan, by the way. And them boys ain't want no chip, but we ain't going to get on that. But y'all <laughs> know I just had Robert Crazy behind on. And I, I asked him, did he have anything in his cup? Because this man told me that Michael Thomas is not a top five wide receiver. And do you know who he said is better? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, brother. Nah. Please rebuttal to that, dog. What you got to say to Big Rob about that, man? The only I only I can't even come up with an argument for you to be able to say something like that. Like two two years in a pro as an all pro, they don't just get at it anybody, bro. Especially not if you if you're not even considered a top five receiver. Like who nice. was his top five? Man, this man said he said he was with me with Julio. He was with me with D Hop. He loved Mike Evans, and he also and, and then he was big on Tyreek Hill. Like he just he really feel like that if Tyreek Hill had the number of targets that Mike Thomas gets, the numbers would be identical, if or even better. His argument right. was that yards per catch, Tyreek Hill is a is a bigger t yards per catch guy than Michael Thomas. That he provides more yak, 
and more space downfield. But I told him, Trey, I said, if you were starting a franchise and you had the opportunity yeah. to pick a wide receiver, who would you go with? So he told me Julio, D-Hop, or Tyree. I say, man, you can't give me three. Give me one. And what I was trying to get to is that, and I love Tyreek Hill, but let's keep it a buck. His frame and stature in comparison to Michael Thomas, Julio, and D-Hop, guys yeah. who are bigger, stronger, yeah. not as fast, but can still produce in the same aspect, they're better. Yeah, and, and, and even when you look at, like, the numbers production-wise, I don't think, like, uh, Hill's numbers has ever been better than Mike Thomas's. I mean – and not even, not even that. He got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Like he got the best quarterback in the league right now, and arguably gonna go down one as the t- greatest ever. He just won a Super Bowl. He's so low key, like- hey, and it's wild to think, bro. Cause like I was, I was looking at some cats on ESPN. I think it was a while ago, like right after the Super Bowl, and it was like, are we yeah. talking Pat Holmes' greatest all time? And I was like, man, that's crazy. But then yeah, I it's thought crazy. About- I it's thought crazy. about it, bro, but I was like, boy, if he keep it up, bro. Yeah, like, if he keeps it up, it's, it's, it's no debate. It, it's, it's, like it's, 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 it's no debate. I said, man, it's too early for all that, but I had to think for a second, bro. Like, he's kind of taking the lead by storm, and a by lot of storm. times, a lot yeah. of times, the, the league will figure you out. Yeah, and, 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 and his first year starting to, right. to first year, what, MVP, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, all in the first, what, one or two years? Like, that's that's, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And, and you, you gotta think, if, uh, who is that, D4 don't jump off sides when they played New England the year before? Yeah, they they probably, that's the probably two championships. They're yeah. going to the Super Bowl. So, exactly. like I told Rob, we may be on the cusp of watching a dynasty develop, but like I told him, they gonna have to see Lamar them this year. How you, yeah. th- how, how you think that matchup gonna play out with Baltimore versus Kansas City this year? Well, I'm going to be real with you. I'm really, really, really big on Mahomes. I feel like, like we just discussed, he's going to go down as, if not the greatest, one of the greatest. If he keeps it up and he's consistent and the league doesn't figure out his game in enough time. But I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to definitely rock with, I'm going to rock with the uh, with the Chiefs on this one. I, for the simple fact that, like, Mahomes at quarterback is like, it's like, how do you game plan against that? You shut down one thing, you got to worry about another thing. Even right. then on that, on the defensive side, they not weak. You still got Tyron Matthew. I know D4, right. like, those guys on that defensive end, they, they they bonded together. And I was to the point where it's like, what can go wrong? It's like, okay, when you look at rooms of improvement, I'd probably say that's the team in the league that has the least room for improvement. There's always room for improvement, but it's like with those guys, it's like they've gelled together so well and so fast. It's like, what really is their weakness? Their running backs can run the ball. They can catch it out the backfield. They probably got one of the most underrated receiving cores. They don't got the big names necessarily, but it's right. like they work together perfectly. Right. Like those and it's guys, like it's like, bro, like it's it's like they got the correct build of receivers. Exactly. For, with the, for with the, the great mindset at, at OC and Andy Reid, and then it's like that defense. Tyron Matthew, he just turned that defense around. Yep. It's like it's no weakness to that game. Now, now granted, Lamar Jackson is great. Running MVP, he's gonna be on the mad cover. He's from Broward. I love that guy. Come on, now, come on, now, big truths, now. Like, like, talk to me, now, trade. They added, they added Calais Campbell. That uh-huh. defense was already good. That defense like, gonna be even better with him back there. With they got, they, they added J.K. Dobbins back in the backfield to match up with Mark Ingram and Gus the Bus. Yeah. Come on, yeah. now, like, yeah. I think, I think it's gonna be a real close one. I can't call it yet, though. Yeah. That's that's gonna be one of them that's gonna come down to the wire. Though I feel like it's gonna be a real high scoring game. Lamar with his with his ability to to escape the pocket and do what he does, I feel like he's Vic 2.0. And in my eyes, he's better than Vic. Only thing Vic has over him is his accuracy. You know what I'm saying? But arm strength as well. But Lamar is he, his game is developing, and it's like it's. 
his the weakness to his game is is not much either besides him being a little inaccurate from time to time but he had the most touchdown passes last year i believe if not if not number one definitely was top three and majority exactly. of those did come off play action and granted there was a lot of seams and play action and, and stuff like that but you can't take that away from him that's the offense that, that he, he, got, hey, he still got to make the read you know that, what I'm exactly saying? not because a lot of people say that say, said the same thing with it like and, and and i hate to get off topic a little bit here but with the joe burr situation we had on um, playmakes and it was like man all he did was weather the perfect storm yeah you could say that but i can put 10 other quarterbacks in that same system and would fold they wouldn't get the job done so, so, end, if so you get job, i'm guessing we here on joe burrow's trade so i'm guessing you believe in this guy I definitely do. For the simple fact, I think single-handedly he's had the greatest college one season I've ever seen. Me personally. Yeah. yeah. Now a lot of people like to bring up Cam Newton, James Winston, Johnny Manziel, Marcus Mariota. You know, you know, you know I'm gonna throw, you know, I'm gonna throw my boy Tebow in there, but it, it yeah, wasn't. Oh no yeah, 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 Tebow for sure. But his like, it's just like against against that Clemson team. A lot of people was like, man, it's gonna come down to the wire. He destroyed everything that was put in front of him. And they got to the point where the defense was giving up so many points because it was like, every time you look around, they scoring. So the defense is on the field. Now for the most part, when you look at a defense, you be like, man, they on the field for so long. It's usually cause they turning the ball over. With this team, it was cause they was scoring so much, man. Like that, that's crazy. You yeah. scoring in, in six to 10, six to 10 plays like and, and less every drive, like come on, man. It well, come was like, on, now. hey Trey. We also got to recognize man. that you have possibly three to four first rounders out there with them. You think yeah. about Clyde uh, Harris, who just went to the yeah. Chiefs, another weapon for them, like they needed another back. You yeah. had him. You had Jamar Chase, who I feel like if, even if he came out this year, he would have been the first receiver taken. Yeah, now, I don't feel like he would have been the top five. I think they still would have took Judy over him, considering Judy's level of production. And, but like, you, for the hey, past, look, but yeah. say, hey, Judy ain't even go first. Ross went first. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're my bad. My bad. I'm tripping, Ross. Yeah, I don't know why Ross went first, but that I was crazy, bro. That was a no, shocker there. That, yeah, that, that, def that definitely was a shocker. I think his speed was just something that it was really interested in. But back to LSU, man, like, I, I really do believe in that guy, Joe Burrow. I don't know. I, don't, I ain't going to say he going to necessarily get the job done right away in Cincinnati. But if we being real, and I, this is maybe may a very unpopular opinion, but Andy Dalton wasn't the problem in Cincinnati in my eyes. He was not okay. the problem. Okay. I, that's, that's, that's my personal take because, you know, I love that position of depth. So just watching him. He wasn't a problem, man. You give That's, him a Y'all, my bad to interrupt you, but Trey is a former QB, so he look at it a little bit different, man. And I think yeah. people don't realize how difficult it is, man, yeah. to play that position at a high it's level so at that. It's so easy to blame the quarterback, but it's like when success goes good, it's like, uh, well, he just did this, man. Like, you don't try to give him all the credit. When things go bad, all the, all the fingers get pointed to us. But you know what I'm saying? I don't think he was the problem. I do wish him the best. And I feel like he, I really feel like he gonna outplay that Prescott for that starting spot in um, Dallas too. Ooh. That's a hot take for you though. I I, I said, you heard, you heard you heard it here first. He gonna outplay him for that starting spot. Ooh, man, Trey, Trey, I don't know about that. But let's get into this. I got a couple stats in front of me I wanted to bust off to you because we about to jump into this NFC South. As I know you love them Saints, and they got a new mayor in the division. We got to figure out what's going to go on this year because you see the NFL just added two more uh, playoff teams this year. So it's a possibility that you could see two teams from each comp, each uh, division get yeah. in, maybe three teams from one division. Yeah. But I got a stat right here with most uh, passing touchdowns from the pocket. And surprisingly, number one is Lamar Jackson at 25. 
See, and right. it's crazy because everybody thinks that he's always on the run, but he'll sit in that thing and let it go, like you said, with the play action. He'll step up in there, and he throws a pretty nice deep ball. Uh, yeah. Drew, Drew, Brees, Drew Brees coming in second, and uh, Jameis Winston third, and uh, Dak Prescott fourth. And shout out to Winston to be a Saint now. Talk to me about that. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that play. division, man. And you know I'm a nose fan, so ain't nothing like having a nose in a, in a, in a professional league, man. Ain't nothing like it. Already. But with this NFC South talk, you know it's a lot of talk with Brady Bennett, and I give him the utmost respect, but I slightly feel like last year he was starting to decline. Like, given, granted, you know, the lack of talent or whatever, but he did, granted, he did have Josh going for a short amount of time, had Antonio Brown a short amount of time. I consider if he had, if he would have kept those guys, I really feel like he would have won another Super Bowl ring. But you got to take into consideration, he didn't get the job done at the end of the day. Like, it's really? been years that he didn't have those top-tier guys and still got the job and done. still got the job but, done, right? Exactly. So I can't necessarily use that as an excuse. But with him being in Tampa with the Mike Evans and the Chris Godwins, and then um, they got run Howard at tight end. Yeah, OJ Howard, they got Rob Gronkowski back. I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of pros and guns and cons when it comes to that Tampa Bay team. Pros being, you know, Tom Brady is a Hall of Famer. He is the greatest quarterback of all time. He did get Rob Gronkowski. He does have a great offensive coordinator at the helm. He do got two top 10 receivers. And Godwin is, I mean, and Evans is a top five receiver when he's completely healthy. Right. But I feel like the cons slightly outweighs those being Gronkowski, he ain't played in how long. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Brady was starting to decline. Starting to decline. Um, also, this is his first time without Belichick in the pro league. So, who, who's to say who was the really who was the real mastermind behind that? A lot of and people see, say and I, I, I'm glad that you said that, Trey, because I feel like that is going to be the question that gets answered within these next yeah. two to three years. Uh, who was really the mastermind behind it? We know. I Belichick. say I personally say Belichick. Ooh, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna go fix the job. Go ahead. Tell me about it. Talk to he, me. Tell he, me about it. He was still getting a job done with Jimmy G. And even like I said, when he lacked weapons, he still found a way to make it happen. So a lot of people say Brady's a system quarterback. But like I just said about Joe Burrow, you can say that about a lot of people. But if you put somebody else in that system, a lot of people will fail in that system. So you can't take that away from him for getting a job done. But I do feel like he was a system quarterback because he was in a system. So at the end of the day, you got to play the cards that you dealt. So he got the job I'm giving him that. But I feel like at the end of the day, Belichick, like Belichick is the one that believed he wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for Belichick. So once Belichick believed in him, it's like, okay, you believe in me. Okay, let me believe in you. Let me let me take heed to what you're saying. He taught you the game. You learned the system. You won six rings off it. You're the greatest quarterback of all time. But now you're gone. And that's all you know. You get what I'm saying? So now how you going, you know what I'm saying? How you going to get that same level of production in a, in a conference that's much, way, way harder. You got to play the Saints and Drew Brees twice a year with Mike Thomas and that. I think that's the top five defense on, on my team. Ooh, um, that's a hot thing. Huh? I said that's a hot take. You like that's that a, defense that's, that's like a top, that? That's a top five defense. When you look at the amount of interceptions that they get, Demario okay. Davis, that linebacker, even considering the injuries that we had, we lost a few guys, but we also did get Jack Rabbit. You know what I'm saying? We still got Marshawn Lattimore in my opinion. Hey, I love, I love that. I love that pickup of DJ Swearinger too back there with Chauncey yeah. Gardner because we lost Vaughn exactly. and, and we got um, Malcolm Jenkins back. So that okay. defense. Oh, I forgot about that. That, that defense is a top five defense. It's, it's def, they definitely Wait, want to play Let me game. ask you this before you keep going on the division. Is Mark, Marshawn Lattimore a top five corner? Yes, sir. And I gave you that list. Oh, my God. Brady, for real? 
Look, 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 check me out. Like, like so you, what what does he lack? Okay, a lot of people can say, okay, not a lot of corners. He's like, Deion Sanders is the greatest cornerback of all time. He wasn't a great tackler, but guess what he do great? True. Coverage, and he show up in big time. You get what I'm saying? True. How many, how many cornerbacks you know lock down Julio Jones? And you play him twice a year. Come on, man. That's unheard of. You got to get hey, him in. Now, credit, I man. also seen Diggs and uh, Thielen get him. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they went at him. They, they went, went at him now. They went at him. Wait, I, I'm going to say it happens to the best. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Oh, you can't absolutely. Take that absolutely. I already know that. One game, so, I wouldn't necessarily be like, man, I don't think you top five no more after this game. Okay. Because you know what I'm saying? It happens to the best. But if, if we going off my top five, I got, um, I got um, Gilmore at number one. Okay. Trey White, number two. I'm gonna go, um, and this this is like production success in the last in the last season. So Gilmore, Trey White, I'm gonna go. Um, I think Darius Slay is over it, so I don't think he in my. Top I agree. Five. Yeah, he's not top five, he's, but he's a solid corner. But we gonna find out about him. We gonna find out for player. real about him this year. Yeah, we definitely do because he's gonna have to play against some good receivers. They got a tough schedule coming up. Um, who else I had it? No Ramsey. Come on now. Oh no 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 no! I feel like he had it down. Yeah, anything I throw him in. Now. Five. Like oh my bad. God, man! He a no He he got throwing some heat. I don't feel like he's he don't feel like he lived up to the hype that fast. But is he a top corner when he's at his best? Definitely, he gonna be top, he top two when he at his best. But if we going based off last year, like I said, Gilmore, White, Lattimore, Sherman, and five I'm gonna go with Peters. Okay, Marcus Peters. That's, Marcus, that's hey, hey, now see, Mark, and one thing people don't give a lot of respect for Marcus Peters is. You know, he leads the league in interceptions like the past yeah, four or five years right now. But he's a ball hawk. A lot of people be like, oh, he, he getting exposed, he getting torched. That's because he takes so many gambles. He gambles, that's, that's exactly. The, the, the corner he is, he take a lot of gambles, but that's what I love about him. If I were to start my franchise, that would be somebody I'd be looking to on a defensive end because he going to talk his trash, he going to man up, he can line up with anybody in the league, he fast, and he take gambles. That's so real, that's, that's So. Finish off this division talk for me before we get up yeah, out man. of here. And, and back back to the um to the Buccaneers. Like they got a lot of pros, but I feel like they cons outweigh being he's he's um Brady's in a new system. His right. strength is not is not the same. So those windows for those guys that Jameis was hitting them in, it's not gonna be the same because he don't have the arm strength that Jameis has. So the time real, is real quick, different. Trey. So I think y'all face off week one. Who win the yeah, first matchup? Who win the first matchup? Oh man, with, with no doubt we take the first matchup. That second one gonna be closer, of course, considering he he's gonna have built chemistry. But his first game as a Buccaneer in a different system with a different team, different everything. Only thing he's familiar with is Rob Gronkowski. And we in New Orleans. Come on, man. We can't lose that game. Considering the year that we just finished off with, we our guys definitely got some, we got some, we got a little motivation. It's like you coming to our division, you think you're gonna take over. I don't think so. I think I think we're gonna get away with that one. I don't think it's gonna be a sneaky game either. I think we go. I think we gonna win by more than ten. Okay. Oh, you you like you like y'all to run away with that thing, huh? I like to run away, but the thing is, is like when people starting to, failing to realize, and like I said, this is another con. Evans coming off an injury, Godwin coming off an injury. I think um one was a um growing injury and one was a quad. If you know sports, them is not easy injuries. Yeah, just you can't just shake you can't just shake them off, right? Those are nagging injuries that come back and they reoccur. 
So you got Marshawn Lattimore lining up against one. You got Jack Rabbit on the other. And by the way, I love Chauncey Gardner. I Come on now. Come Chauncey. on, shout out to them Gators now. That boy is a beast in the slide. He's highly slept on. He's yeah, he's he is. He made a, hey, Trey, he really made a lot of plays for y'all last he year, definitely, man. definitely, yeah. I, I really feel like that was probably our best rookie that we had. Definitely on the defensive side, without a doubt. And then you think you're going to go over top. Don't, don't, don't forget we got Malcolm Jenkins back there. We just got him back. Who will hold down that? Who will hold down that other corner out there? PJ Williams? Nah, I just Marshawn Lattimore, Jack Rabbit. Oh, Sean I forgot Spurrier, about Jack Rabbit. Jack Rabbit. Okay, yeah. I forgot about we my boy. We, throw, we, we can throw PJ Williams in on the slide. We can he um, but I feel like Gardner line up with a tight end more than anybody because he's a little bigger and more physical. So yeah. I like I like him to line up with the tight ends more. And then if you think you're just gonna take the top ball, we still got Malcolm Jenkins back there and Marcus Williams. And you think you're gonna run the ball? Demario Davis got something to say about that. <laughs> and my boy, uh, and my boy from the Gators with the long hair. What is, what a name? I oh, Anzalone. Anzalone yeah, be feeling now. Yeah, them boys fill it up. Yes, I love it. Davenport came off the end. Cam Jordan, man, that defense is nice, man. That defense is full of talent, and they're gonna fly around. And you better not let us get a turnover because you know we going to the end zone and we gonna flick it up. So, oh man, hey, I'm gonna leave you with this. Drew Brees is getting up in in father time, catching up. He getting up in age. Yeah. We probably got a two-year window. Y'all don't have to make a run this year. How do, yeah, we how, how do the Saints finish this year? Talk to and me. What's it, the prediction? It don't, it don't get any easier, man. I'm gonna be real. Let me look. Let me pull up our schedule because I got our schedule right here. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the rundown and I'm gonna be completely honest. No bias stuff. So so week one we got Tampa Bay. Like I said, I feel like we're gonna get away with that one. Week two we got the Raiders. That's an easy win. Green Bay not gonna be an easy win. That's a prime time game back to back. Um, but I feel like we sneak away with that one too. I just feel like they don't got enough on the, on the offensive end. And the Lions, I feel like that's a really slept on team. Matthew Stafford coming back healthy. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, those guys are beasts. Low, low key receiver core. Them boys, I, 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 when I say, bro, I love Kenny Galladay. He was on my fantasy team. That boy is a beast, and he's a top yeah. ten receiver in my eyes. So those guys gonna be a tough matchup. But I definitely feel like we we gonna out, we gonna win that game. Chargers, that's a win. That's an easy win. Carolina, like I said, I don't, I don't you know too much respect and they ain't, they too weak on the defensive end to run with us. Chicago, blowout. Uh, Tampa Bay again. I feel like if that's if that's a game where we may lose if it come down to it. That's the second time we playing against the Bucks, so I feel like we may lose that game. Uh, 49ers, That's a tough one. That's a toss up. That's whoever whoever come out. That's gonna be a big game. That was an excellent game with y'all last year. Yeah, and it's a primetime game on NBC. So whoever come out hungry, that's who gonna win. Uh, Atlanta, I think we all, we all, we do for the most part, we always lose that first one with them. But if anything, I think we, I don't know, they got Devontae, uh, no, not Devontae, they just got Todd Gurley and they got, uh, um, Fredwell, Hayden Hurst, uh, Dante Fowler, got Dante Fowler. Dante the- Fowler, that's what they just grabbed. So that's gonna be a tough game. That's always, a, I feel like that's our toughest matchup. I feel like that'll be a tougher matchup for us than it is Tampa Bay. So that's a toss up, but I think we're gonna definitely get away with one of them games for the Falcons. Um, Broncos, Dan Falcons again. Broncos, I think that's an easy win. Falcons again, I think we'll win that one. Eagles, I don't know. They they always give us a tough run. And we at the Eagles. And that's two games in a row we on the road. So that I feel like we'll get away with that one though. For the most part. I feel like they lost Malcolm Jenkins on that back end. So he was a leader of that defense for the most part. Yeah. Um Chiefs, I don't know. I think we'll lose that one. If anything. <laughs> we got Minnesota. Minnesota, I think we'll win. We, we, that's we always a tough game with y'all that's, in Minnesota. Yeah, that's a revenge game, but understand they lost Stephon Diggs. So, mm-hmm. really, we just got to worry about Adams and 
homeboy um at tight hey, end. Don't forget about Justin Jefferson from LSU, but he's a rook. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, know we, you yeah, can't really yeah. speak to rookie production. Yeah, I can't but. I can't really give him too much respect. But um and then Carolina again, like I said, I think we sweep Carolina. So for the most part, I see us going twelve and four at the worst. Oh, that'll be that'll be first place. Gotta be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that'll be first place. Like I said, that's that's sweeping the Panthers. That's probably splitting with Tampa Bay. And I hope we sweep Atlanta, but if I see it, we could possibly split with Atlanta because I feel like that's our biggest rivalry. I th- yeah, I could see that too because I think Atlanta going to be better for sure this year, man. Yeah. But I, I could we're, definitely we're, see y'all making a run at it. But like I said, I even thought last year y'all were going to make a run, to be honest. I thought last yeah, year, yeah, and that kind of caught me off guard. It's kind of unfortunate how you went out, but a lot of people don't, you know, they don't really want to get into it. But I do feel like that was slightly a push off with that fade with. Um, <laughs> But it went, you hey, know, train, get too train. Much hold on now, hold on now. If you threw that little pretty little deep ball, little, just a little pretty little jump ball with a little touch on it, yeah. you know you ain't trying to hear that about no push off, dog. Yeah, you ain't. But when you want to break down, you you really want to slow it down. And you look at the film; it was clear that he made separation. And when you look at what's what's considered passing interference in the league, all it is is the uh, the offender creating separation between him and the defender. And all he did was push P.J. Williams off. And you can see P.J. Williams start to lean back a little bit. Yeah. He lunged for the ball, so he got it. But, you know, we can't we can't live we can't live in the past. We so can't. We all we, we can do is on. move forward, man. But, we'll hey, I appreciate on. you coming on, my brother. Real talk, man. Give me your social media accounts, Trey, so let them know where they can find you at. Hey, y'all can follow me on IG at Trinidad Trey underscore and on Twitter, TR3PAYN3, man. Appreciate you a lot, man. Nothing but love, bro. All love, bro. I appreciate you, bro. We're going to do this again, bro. Say less. Just hit my phone, man. Yeah. Man, welcome back to the Better Yourself Podcast, man. I got my brother, Kevo, stepping in on this episode, man. Duval County in the building, man. Big stepper, man. Big top. You already know my boy. Check in. What's going on, my brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good look. Good look. Good look, bro. <laughs> Y'all know Kev. This man Kev is really crazy, dog. Real talk, man. Hey, and my brother got a new business jumping off as well. Pressure washing, man. Talk to him a little bit about that, bro. Well, you know, graduating on the entrepreneurial vibe, just trying yes, to provide, do something, you know, just for myself, you know. So I'm looking at it like if I can clock in on somebody's job for eight hours and go hard, I can do it for myself. So that that's part. what we're trying to do right now. You know, and it's summertime. Everybody needs something. You know, pressure washing a little painting and we can do it all. So exactly, man. So if you, if you need, if you in Jacksonville, Matt, better yet, if you in Florida, you anywhere in Florida, you need pressure washing or painting skills, holla at my dog. He going to get at you. I'm going to leave his information at the end of the episode. But, bro, let's get into it, man. There's been a lot of talk about the top five round receivers. I know this was a topic that we had done threw around off the show a little bit. So let's get into it, Kel. Give me your top five, man. This is my top five. Nah, nah. I was listening to the last show. Okay. You had, and, um, I, I heard your IDM guys. It don't matter, guys. It don't matter, yeah. right? Right. You feel me? So, 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 I'm gonna go Julio. I got okay. Julio. Ninety-nine catches, thirteen hundred six touchdowns. You, he gonna give you that. You know exactly. what he's gonna bring to the table. Exactly. I like Michael. I like Michael Thomas. He's a guy. Stop right, stop right there, Kel. Stop right there, Kel. Hold on. Do you know that this boy, Robert Rimson, came on this show and said Mm -hmm. that Michael Thomas is not a top five receiver? Come on, man. 
I mean, you know, Robert be, I don't know where Robert be at sometimes, man. <laughs> That's the, he be in Kansas City with it, man. Hey, Robert be in Kansas City. Hey, you know what? You know who he said he loved him some Tyreek Hill, bro. I'm going to let on, you keep man. finishing the list. But see, we had a convo. He like, listen, man, I'll go with Tyreek Hill over all these. I said, man, no way you can go with Tyreek Hill over Mike Not Tyreek. in the top five. Not in the top five. Continue your five, man. I'm just making sure all I ain't right. crazy, man. Nah, nah, you ain't crazy, all right. So, so I got Julio, Michael Thomas. Okay. For that third spot, I like D Hop. You okay. feel me? Hundred catches, eleven hundred yards, seven touchdowns. I like Mike Evans, a okay. big guy that's gonna do it. Right. Seven catches, eleven hundred yards, eight touchdowns, but the yards per catch, you feel me? Right. You're going crazy. And for that fifth spot, cause I peep, you ain't have a fifth one on that IDM. I ain't so have I one on that idea. Give me one now. Guy. I got a fifth guy. I like Keenan Allen. Ooh, okay. I respect that. Almost 1,200 yards, six touchdowns. He's going to do it consistently. He got okay. Phillip Rivers over there, and he, he's still going to make it happen. Now, you see, you know, now you know Phillip in, with the Colts now. So. Yeah, Phillip gone, but I'm just saying what he did in the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They was down, crazy. He was, he was a dog. He was a dog. He was a dog. He was keeping the, the team up, you know, passing by itself, passing by, by itself. Exactly. So exactly. that's who I like for my top five of them IDM guys. Now, we're going to go into the technician, the gift. Ooh, my boy got his research. Talk that talk, like, girl. Like we, can, we can go crazy now because I got that game plan. I got a couple guys for that game plan. Game. I got Tyreek Hill there. I feel Robert on that. He a game plan guy. Right. I can't put him in my top five, but I can put him in the game plan. That's guy. what I'm telling him, bro, because you, you never know. Me? He just might take the top off, cuz. He, you know? he just might take the top. And if you got a good defense, a coordinator and gonna scheme him up right, he might not do nothing that week. Exactly. You feel me? Exactly. So, so I can't put him in the top five, but I like Odell Beckham in that okay. list as well. Okay. I like Chris Godwin. Okay. A young guy that's gonna go crazy. Go you go crazy. Him, hey, you gotta, hey, Chris, you that's people. You got him with the gifted guys, but I, I like him right now. Oh, like, say, hey, right say, now. hey, so say, he he, hey, say, hey, hey, Cal, say he ain't up next, he up now, huh? He's up now. He he done knocked through the door. He, 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 done, he done snuck in a little bit. I don't know what he did. He done snuck in there. You feel me? Yes, sir. I like, I like Stefan Diggs. I, I think he going to go crazy in Buffalo. And he going to expand those he guys. And, and they hey, passing. Pass hey, Kev, I really think mm -hmm. that Buffalo team going to be a real sleeper on Madden next year, dog. I'm telling Come you. Come on, now. Because that, def that defense fly around. They needed a receiver. You know they, they got, got Singletary back there at running back. I like him. Mm -hmm. And that quarterback, he 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 can make plays. I don't like the way he do it, but he can make plays. Man, I love the way you yeah. said that. Because, boy, ain't it stank? He is stank, but he be making plays, dog. Come on, now. Nah. He make you smile at the end of the game when you when you see the W up there. You see you like, when you see the W up there. Okay, now, real quick, real quick, hit on my technician guys. We got Devontae Adams. Okay. You know, you know what he gonna do. We exactly. got Jarvis Landry. Right. A dog. We got Allen Robinson. Okay, look at that. Jack, I like that. Listen, Jack, Jaguars gave up a little gym we found. We, oh we my god, up, what a, what, a like what, what a gym. What a gym. And, and I like Amari. I gotta throw Amari on there because he gonna do his do his thing. Now see how, how you how you feel about Amari? Is he a top ten overall guy for you? Talk to me. Is he in that list or is he right outside it? You know? I mean, if I'm looking at the numbers, bro, I gotta put him there. 
But no, hold on, I care. Hold on, I care. Hold on, I care, because you know them numbers can be misleading. I want to know your eye test. I want to know your eye test, your ball club. Is he a guy that you would play on your roster? On my roster, I, I probably will go elsewhere. I ain't gonna stop. I'll go elsewhere. I'll go elsewhere. <laughs> hey, God, it's, a, it's a couple of fourth quarters he done disappeared, and I can't have it. Exactly. You know, exactly. A, and I can't have it. I need, I need them guys standing up in, in, in big time moments. You feel me? Big time moments. Big time moments. Now I'm a gifted program. I got Kenny Galladay. Okay. I like that guy. He's a DJ big body Chark. guy. I like that. Come on now. I like that. DJ Chart. Come on now. They, they better start sleeping on the OOA. They better start sleeping now, bro. They we be, coming. They better stop. We gonna wake them up this year. Him and Minshew, they gonna go crazy. Right. I like DJ Moore. Uh, like Carolina like guy. It. Like gonna it. go crazy. And I like Devontae Parker. I'm gonna throw him on there, man. I think Miami, they gonna do something this year. Let's you know what, and you know what, Kev? I had to tap yeah. in because Devontae Parker really went stupid last year. He really yeah, did. I didn't know. I didn't know he gave me twelve hundred last year. <laughs> exactly. Twelve hundred nine. I think he, he had about crazy. nine tubs. Didn't he? Did he have about nine tubs? Yes. On, on, only on seventy catches though. So that yeah. yard per catch was crazy. Was crazy. He going on people's head. That's what was going on out there. He going on people's heads. He going on people's heads. Man, but let's check this out too, man. If y'all, I know y'all don't know this, but some of y'all do because y'all know us. Kev is a big time 49ers fan. And I just got to tell him congratulations because when I first met Kev, he used to be chopping about these boys. I said, man, Kev, man, them boys, sorry, man. Like we were really come. I said, man, bro, they not like that, dog. They not like, they not like that. And they were sorry at the time. So he had to stick it through. But I told that boy, and he can, he can attest to this. I said, this was way before the draft. I said, if you take Bosa, that's the pick. Bosa is the pick. I ain't believe you. I, I told you, I, 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 I said, bro, Bosa is the pick. And boy, Bosa has been everything is advertised. I love what the 49ers are doing defensively. Uh, you guys are stout. You know, you, you fell short last year in the Super Bowl, but you're coming back, you're bringing everybody back. You lost Emmanuel Sanders, traded Matt Breida, but you yeah, brought in Javon Kinlaw, you signed Brandon Uwick, uh, drafted him in at the back end of the first round. Uh, you also got your boy Travis Benjamin back there. The, de the defense in the secondary get didn't get too much better, but I guess they banking on that front seven to still be elite. Now, you guys are in the toughest division in football, Kev. Talk to me about your expectations for this year. What you got? My expectations for this year, I, I believe we can get back to that to that Super Bowl. I think we're gonna we're gonna get back there and we gonna I think we'll finish the job this time. Now, now, think, now, now hold on now, Kev. You gotta mm -hmm. realize that Seattle's still coming back. They got pressure I with y'all boys because y'all mm -hmm. battle. Uh the Rams probably gonna be better. D Hop mm -hmm. pulled up over there with the Cardinals. You got mm -hmm. Brady in the NFC now. What well, I mean, yeah. what, what what's up? I mean, it's that that's probably gonna be the NFC Championship. Either you guys versus the Saints or you guys versus the Bucks. That's that's yes. what I'm looking at right now. You know what I'm and saying? The th and the way I look at it is, I, I believe the Bucks and the Saints they gonna they gonna beat each other up. So by the time we get to them, we'll probably you know be a little more fresh and have. Hey, a but you know they they could they could probably say the same about y'all that hey the Seahawks and uh, the 49ers they gonna beat each other up. But I really think you guys are in the toughest division in football when you look at the divisional games this year. The Kyler Murrays of the world, Russell Wilson's, Jimmy G's of the world, and. Jared Goff, that's a solid QB division besides the NFC South as well. But I really feel like 
that defense is going to continue to be the stalwart, especially up front. When you think oh, about, uh, when you think about Bosa, now you, you plug in Ken Law, you still got Armstead, you still got Solomon Thomas, you still mm -hmm. got D4, man, I'm, and Nick Quan Alexander and company, Fred Warner. You, hey, I give y'all credit again. He told me about Fred Warner. I wasn't trying to hear it. I didn't care about those guys. I was telling you about, hey, BYU guy. Third <laughs> round. Well, what, you feel me? They were supposed to be this good. Yeah, they were supposed to be that good. They were yeah, elected. Right. And then what's the other backer y'all got? Uh, Ken Law. Uh, Greenlaw. 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 He's nasty too. He's an SEC guy from Arkansas. He a dog. Fifth rounder, man. He's a dog. Come that was on, an man. excellent pick. I love what John Lynch and them are doing in the front office. But tell me this, Kev. I know you watched the Super Bowl. What's up with my boy Kyle play calling? Did he, did he, did he choke? Uh, 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 what went down? I know Richard got beat on the fade ball over uh, by mm. Sammy Watkins, but what what's what's up? I don't I, I don't think it was the play call, man. It was it was good D line played by Kansas City. It was a lot of tip balls. If you look yeah. at that film, it was about six to seven tip passes. That if those balls not tip, guys are wide open running in the end zone. You I know, mean, you still keeping got keeping the drive. Still got Kittle, you still got Kittle one of the best tight ends in the league. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I guess y'all moving forward with Moisture at running back, and, and I guess you got Gerard McKinnon coming off injury. So we got Coleman back, still. Back we got Coleman good. back there still. I forgot about him. I forgot about Coleman. I love yeah, Coleman. Yeah, I yeah. See, Coleman. Coleman gonna be the number one. Coleman gonna come in as the number one. Okay. That's how it's gonna be. Cause last year, Breida came in as the number one, and then Coleman, you know, eventually took over. Took over. And then so Morris took over in the end. Debo mm -hmm. Samuel, your number one out wide, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's the number one, like. He, and see, Kev, right hit, Kev hit me up, y'all. Said Debo should have been in the gifted program. Debo do it one more year, and he there for me. And I don't even think that'll put him in the gifted program. He might be a game plan guy. Cause see, in that yeah, day, really, <laughs> really, Debo is a game plan guy. But like you said, I had to take into account. You was telling me rookie year, Kev. Let, let's just see it again. You know what I'm saying? Cause we we be but, so but, quick to crown these guys, Kev. Let them give us a little consistency. D Debo gave me 57 catches, 800 yards, and three tugs in his rookie season. Yeah. Plus 200 plus yards rushing. Like he gave me a thousand yards. He's definitely he's definitely an all-purpose. All he's he definitely an all-purpose weapon for sure, cuz. He, he just he just can touch the rock. You feel me? And make a play. Like that's all. So so Kev, man, I appreciate you for coming on the show, brother. Let the people know where they can find you at and contact you about uh, business inquiries or hit you up on IG to figure out how much you charge for all your services. All right, so you can check me out at um, Boss Top 904 on Instagram. Again, Boss Top 904 um, on Facebook. You can search my first and last name, Kevin Rawls, K-E-V-I-N-R-A-U-L-S. We do pressure washing, interior painting, top pressure washing, interior painting. We do, we do everything. Straight and up. Hey, 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 Carl, what you say? It's a one-stop shop? It's a one-stop shop. Pull up and hop out. Here. That part, man. Hey, bro, I appreciate you coming on, man. Y'all keep it locked on the Better Yourself podcast. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Better Yourself podcast, man. Last call of the show, the first call-in show, man. I had to say the best for last, man. My brother, 
my round dog, man. We like Marley and Mike, man. We got unbelievable stories, man. We got real motion picture movies on the way for y'all, but until y'all can really feel out what's going on, man, y'all gonna have to take my word for it that we was real deal legendary, dog. My brother Keith Callers, man. What's going on, bro? What's good, my brother, man? I'm just hanging, man. I'm, I'm blessed just to, to tap in with you and, and talk on the- on Come the on, man. You know this was long overdue, now, Kiki. Now, we've been posed to really jump in the lab. Now, we supposed to start a show five know. years ago, man. Real talk. Definitely, cuz. Real talk, man. Definitely. But let's jump into it, man. Hey, so we just got off the, the phone chopping about this crazy behind, man, Paul Pierce. With this blasphemy, man, that he just let out on the ESPN airwaves. He shouldn't even have a position after this, but he still does. This man gave a NBA all-time top five without LeBron James included. Bro, please give me your thoughts. My brother, I, I don't know what the hatred is on, on Paul Pierce Hard is, but <laughs> We got to get down to the bottom of it. We got to get to the bottom of it, bro. I, bro, I think it might have been that dagger three that he hit in Miami where he just stood up on him and just uh, looked at him come. Uh, he, he scored like 10 and like, you feel me, like 30 seconds. It was crazy, bro. He scored like 10, bro. That's, that's really what ended the Boston, you know what I'm saying, dynasty. Dynasty. He, he he really dismounted you right crazy, there. crazy, bro. Like, it's just the look on Jay Will and Jalen Rose's face was like, man, I don't know what weight my brother got going on. If it's any on. Um, any pain prescriptions, or I don't know what it is that he got going in this. Person. He got some over the counter work going on. Over the counter work, but it just, it was ridiculous. But I seen, I, I really couldn't believe it, bro. But I heard his argument, but just awful, bro. Like, and that's like what that. I'm saying. It's no way that you can exclude LeBron James at 6'9, 250 to 60 pounds, dribbling, dribbling the ball like a point guard, passing like a guard, finishing like a, a, a wing that he is, and still shooting the ball as well. He's improved his shot so much. Like he, trying to tell you, bro. Every every weakness, every time the media gives him a weakness, he counteracts and fix and brings you a new element of his game. So hey. I, I know that you a big time Bron guy. I'm a Bron guy. And mm -hmm. you know we pride ourselves on being realists and not idealists, cuz. Idealists, so, yeah, definitely. Run me your top five all time right now. Holla at me. Um, my top five, I'm a bias, but LeBron at one. You okay, because like that's what I seen growing up. I didn't, I didn't see Jordan. I, I exactly. Explain that because a lot you of people. Me? I was born in 1994, so 90, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98. I was four years old in 98, so I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't even really know about the game. What was going on? And we watched. Up. Exactly, we watched, but we I wasn't just, watching with the knowledge. You know what I'm saying when I understand had knowledge of the game, what was going on? I seen LeBron, Raymond James. You get what I'm saying? That's, that's who I seen. Do what I'm saying, Cub. So that's my, that's my goat. But, that's, um, my goat I, that's my goat, Cub. But I'm saying, but going to understanding the game and seeing what Jordan did for the game, that's why he's also because like I can't I can't disrespect the man. He's a he's a he's legendary. Cub, so he's let, a, let, me, let me ask you this real quick. I know you don't peeked at the documentary, bro. How you yeah. feel about Mike taking the man food, bro? You don't. Eat the <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Now, now listeners, if y'all don't know now, allegedly now, this is allegedly, because now Horace Grant, he, he talking crazy. Now Horace won't smoke now, apparently. But they said that if you had a bad game, the post-game meal might say don't feed you. If you, you play <laughs> bad, you ain't eating, dog. Cut. That's awful, man. Like it's, it's terrible. I just really just just trying to understand and being the horseshoes. I just I, I can't understand. Like, that's what I said. We would have had the scrap. You know, you know, that's the best player, but it's like at some point, bro, we could we just gonna have to get it in, dog. 
He telling the fight attendants, man, don't feed that man. He don't, don't deserve feed a feel. No he ain't getting no boys. He, he, he ain't getting enough. He ain't put enough on, 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 on film, cuz. So don't feed that man. Well, hey, I'm crazy. sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. You had three now. So we got LeBron one, Jordan two. Who at three? Uh, I'm gonna put Bill at, at three for what he did for the game. He, he, he got he got rings on, you know what I'm saying, on the floor, also coaches. I'm gonna put Bill at three. Bill at three. Um, I'm gonna put it four. Ooh. We got Magic rolling. We got I'll, Kareem. We got yeah, Will. I'll, 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 put, I'll put Kareem at four, and I'll put Magic okay. at five. Magic at five. And see, I like that five. I like that five. <laughs> My only discrepancy, I'll probably go, and this might sound crazy. Talk to me. LeBron, Mike, Ty, because. Yeah, this, it, it could be a 1A, 1B. I that, you know, it got to be a 1A, 1B for me because. Yeah. You know, as a Bron fan, man, he he put you in a moment sometime where you just like, come on, bro, like, come Yo. on. You know what I'm saying? He 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 put you like that as a fan sometimes, and until he can weed out those moments, like, come on, man. You I six got, nine two forty. Nobody can't stop you on the planet Earth. Stop hurricane with all the hurricane, man. All the little your, crazy little step back. Your, get stuff. your public distribution um by going. You know, you know what I'm saying, cause. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It'd it be too much for me. It'd be and too much. And we talk about it a lot on the regular. Like, come on, bro. You ain't got to do all that. Come it's on, bro. Necessary. Just put it on the floor and run up in there, dog. Come on. They can't stop you. There's nobody in, in, in the paint on, on, on the, you know what I'm saying, on the outskirts. Nobody can't stop you, bro. Nobody it's, can it's, defend them, and they haven't been able to for 17 years, man. 17 years plus. It's just it's wild. I, and I really think that people forget about how explosive LeBron was, man. So, I'm going to finish my top five, but it's like, dog. <laughs> This man used to be on people's head, man. They gotta turn the film on you. They gotta you, turn you the better, film you, you on. Better, you better get some money though. So talk about talk about Joel was more athletic. Man, are you serious, man? LeBron it's not is, even close, man. This LeBron man is the like equivalent. Six, nine, two, six, they tripping like that, bro. You feel me? Run, running a four three, four four. People, tripping. people, I need y'all to understand and tap in that your average NFL offensive tackle is anywhere from six four to six seven. Okay. 275, 300 pounds. You talking about somebody who's 6'9", 260 at his heyday, moving like a bat, man. That's ridiculous, dog. He's a, he's a physical specimen going coast to coast with, a, with, with English, with touch. And then, you know what? I'll give Magic Johnson the best pass of all time. But I don't know if it's another guy who has passed at a high level of difficulty like LeBron James. Hey, Carl, he interrupt you, but did you see the um, ESPN poll of Joel was a better That's why I LeBron, came here bro. with that. That's why I came here with that foolishness, man. I, I, I just turned that segment off. I, had, I turned it off right then. I said, there, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if the in, media in is trying to know where they at right now, but that's, that's crazy, man. Are they trying to protect Mike at all costs right now? Like, you, you, you telling me LeBron ain't wearing one of the categories? Come on, man. Not one, bro. That's crazy. Like I don't know what they got going on, but that that, that was utterly ridiculous. I couldn't believe they, they really, man. And they, and, 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 and they really was putting points behind it, like try, trying to expound on, 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 on different on different categories. But I guess, bro. I, and what I, 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 challenge, what I challenge, cause I I challenge a lot of people our age. Cut on the film. Stop regurgitating your favorite analysts' takes. Go watch it for yourself, man. I don't want to yes, hear what your pops, because your pops had you in a Jordan jersey when you was a baby. You think he the GOAT, man. I understand <laughs> that was your first pair of shoes, dog. But, but tap in. Really make a true, honest assessment by from the film, man. From the film. From the film. I keep, but my question like I, to, to, I told, to everybody hold on, hold on. is. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What is the hate 
to LeBron. Why? Why is he one of the most hated athletes ever? I don't. I, I don't get it, bro. Because people really hate this man. Like, it don't matter what he do. Like, like, like I've been. Like I told my dad the other day. I said, LeBron, if they resume the season this year and he wins the championship, it's gonna be one of the most negated championships ever because of who he is, bro. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? And, like, and because just, the, se- the season will stop, huh? You get what I'm saying, bro? They, they're, they're not gonna count it. But see, it don't, it don't, it don't matter. If you, it don't matter, bro. If you win this shit, it's not gonna count. Here's my thing, though. It's like if you if you post if you postpone or not even postpone if you cancel this season and we 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 advance the calendar year and move forward to 2021 next year, I feel like that's that's a that's a, a snub on him because he was playing out of his mind. He, he had hit his stride. He had hit his stride, dog. All star, all star season, bro. You know what I'm saying? 25 and 10 and 7. They're really tripping. That's ridiculous, you know man. He almost don't, averaging a triple double, man. That's wild. Don't don't revamp the Lakers organization, but it is what it is, bro. It is like, what it is, man. I ain't gonna dig into that too long, man. But to finish out my top five before we keep it moving, LeBron, mm-hmm. uh, Jordan, one B, one A. Uh, give me um Wilt Chamberlain at three. Um, okay. only, only reason I say Wilt, man, one year this man averaged 50 and 22. I know it was Bobby Mike. He, and he was playing, he was playing against UPS and, and, I, I, and FedEx I, I, drivers, cuz. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. Like, hey, these, guys, these guys pedestrian. I know he was playing against little Billy and little Mikey, cuz, but he, he yeah. dominated him. I, and, and I rather, you get what I'm saying? I, I, I'm I rather saying. Wilt than, than Bill. Bill was doing the same, cuz. Bill was the same. I got Kobe. All those guys were doing the same. We could, we could say Joe was doing the same. Bro, we can look at some of these guys, man, Joe and playing against, man. These guys were pedestrian at best, cuz. And see, and see, Keith, I'm glad we here. Because I'm, I'm, I, and you didn't get in with me on this because, see, you don't like to argue with people on Twitter. I be having time sometimes for these folk, dog. See, <laughs> man, these folks just swear everybody elite, bro. We use the word elite too freely, dog. I don't care about a lot of these guys. That's not good vernacular, bro. That's not good vernacular for guys to be using. They got to understand what elite means, but I'm going to let guys live. And see, I say this, the NFL Hall of Fame, because I had a conversation with Prime about this, they've become a little lenient, but the NBA, man, everybody can get an NBA Hall of Fame. Everybody can get an NBA Hall, because you you ain't got to win the chip. You only got to win the chip. You only got to win the chip. Because Draymond's going to be a a Hall of Famer, because he might be first ballot. He he really going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's wild. And that's they, wild. They, they had the nerve because I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read some of the names on this list off. And I know y'all don't know them on here, listeners, but I need you to do your research because the avid fan don't know them. Jack yes, Sigma. Bro. Jack Sigma. Okay. Robert Parrish, who was a great player. He, he played uh, the most games in NBA uh, history consecutively. But I don't care, man, about Robert. Man, I appreciate you though. Uh, Matumbo. <laughs> Great guy, Matumbo. But come on, man. He's not even top five. He in did team. some great things for his country, bro. He did. <laughs> Shut up, man. Hey, Chris Chris Mullen. He was a member of the green uh, of, of the Dream Team. But I bet none of y'all know who he played for. They don't know. Uh, yeah. Al- Alonzo Mourning, a cool cat, bro. He just was a cool cat, man. Re- Reggie Miller. I get Reggie. Reggie could really play, but he ain't sniffing. Yeah, 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 Reggie was a guy, definitely. He ain't sniffing chip. Uh, Joe Dumars, he was on a great team, dog. I don't want to hear all that. Vladi Diva, why y'all even put that on here, ESPN? Come on, man. That, that's just bad journalism, dog. For real, man. But we're not gonna hop on this foolishness too much longer. At the end of the day, I think that, like I said earlier on the show with a cat, that each of these guys controlled their era. I feel like Le- uh, Jordan yeah. was the go to his era. Kobe ran his, and LeBron has had the torch for a while, man. Real Long talk. Time, bro. It's about, to be, it's about to be two decades. 
It's about to be two decades, man. It's, it comes to the point where you got to remove that hate and just admire the consistency. But let man, let's let's keep it moving, Keith. So we, me and Keith, always have off the cuff convos about top receivers, top quarterbacks, and all that. And y'all see, we we ran the top five out. So talk to me, Stallers. What's your what's your five, baby? Who you like? Um. So I feel like I feel like the um one through one through three is kind of solidified with Julio. Um, Mike, Mike Thomas Right And um, D-Hop I feel like you can really Put those guys Where you want to put them But I feel like Round four and five It, 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 it get kind of get It get, it get tricky. tricky I feel like it's what you like But But um Ah uh, bro Give me Give but me that, your Give me your personal Preference big dog If if you had I'm gonna give you Okay This is the question If you had To start your franchise You can go quarterback Running back Receiver Give mm-hmm. me them three Give me them three my three right now, right now, Carl. I got I got to go. Pat Mahomes, um, for my QB. Thank you. I I I, pre- I respect it. Um, receive. I'm gonna go. I got I got to go. Hulu, man. He a freak of nature, bro. Like it, it don't matter who you put out there. It don't matter what coverage you put on him. You know right. what I'm saying? It could be three. It could be two man. It don't matter what you put on. He gonna get his regardless. You got you got to respect that. Right. And um, running back. There's some guys out there running back, bro. There's some guys. And look. This is another. Why, why you think about that? I gotta let the yeah. people know that Keith is now stallers now. Keith getting down stallers. When he used to wear that twenty nine, he was a heck of a back now. If you don't know, do your research now. YouTube, my dog it, now. It he was, was get, he was getting through that now. Real talk now. It was different out there, bro. I'm trying to tell you, I don't know what was going on. I was tempted that was tripping. What turned the film on? Y'all know what's going on, man. We we gave some people some. I I can't cuss on here because I've, I've I said this is a kid friendly podcast, <laughs> but we gave a lot of people trouble in the city. Y'all know what was happening now, but we ain't gonna get on that, man. Give me your back, Kiku. Dang, I, I hate I'm saying this, bro, because like. I ain't big on this, but I got to go with Christian McCaffrey, man. That guy different. Ah. He can do it at all phases, Carl. He can do it. He was, you know what I'm saying? He, he can catch you 90 balls. He can also get 250 carries in a season. You know what I'm saying? So, so you he, gonna, he really, so you take, he, he's the most take, complete uh, back in the NFL. So you'll take McCaffrey over Barkley? Thank one. I would. Saquon, Saquon had a down year to me, bro. He, he did. Ain't, he ain't go off like he was. I just he got, he got some trash. He got some trash can juice he was playing with up there, but he did have a <laughs> yeah, big trash. But that can happen to guys, bro. But you can, you, can be, <laughs> you can be with a bad organization, cause and that really, you know, what I'm saying that, that can linger. And I'm gonna tell y'all folks, y'all folks who ain't who ain't never really watched Fred Teller, you better put some respect on my dog name. Oh, I can see all bro. these running back lists and guys not showing this man enough respect. He's a ten thousand yard rusher, and he did. It with a trash old line for years, man. So stop trying to, trying to tell you, Fred Taylor was being the hole, bro. But it, it's gonna come sooner than later. It's politics, bro. He might get in there probably about five to ten from now, but he from should, now, yeah, yeah, he definitely gonna be about fifty-five. 60. Before, hey, hey, come before we get out of here, man. Talk to me about uh, DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar, man. Guys, you you guys gotta be smarter than this, man. Okay, you young guys moving around with this bread. And you moving around with posses, man. We used to move around with a lot of guys. You got to understand, man, that you got to have trustworthy people around you, and you got to understand that you're always being watched, cuz. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't know if guys don't understand the magnitude oh, yeah. of, of who I, they are. I feel like when you get to a certain level, a certain status, you shouldn't put yourself in certain situations to even be around that those environments 
in those type of mm-hmm. settings. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause like, I understand like where you come from. You want to be around the guys, but you a million, you a million dollar brother now. So there's no on, reason man. to even be around uh, to be perking like that. It's, come it's, on, it's man. No why, why, why you, you, you just, you just want to do that. You want to try so hard to remain that. And, and it's like, you see, you see so many yeah, guys get caught up. Like my, they get caught up in that. Yeah. What's, what's my boy, the, the old lineman, uh, he got caught with about a hundred pounds. He driving a hundred pounds across, across the state, man. Like, come on, Talk man. About, oh. What's it? Is it Greg Robinson? I think that was Greg Robinson. Come on, from Greg. Auburn, so from Auburn. Yeah, he got that. Greg, that what you doing, Greg? He, he had a whole operation go with, with, with the gas, man. Man, he done, he done set the he done set the Uber driver up and then put him on the road too. Come on, Greg. <laughs> yeah, but the guys got to be better, man. They got to be better, but I, I just just from sources and they said I guess they had like a whole. Gambling ring going at the house. Right. My boy got dad got hit, so I guess they they done pulled back up for repercussion and done spent back. They they done spent back for real. They done spent back and just had to let them know like we ain't going out like that because it happened to you trying to be cool. It they got will some guys happen that- to you. Listen, any young man listening, don't be playing and flexing with your money, guys. Be yeah, smart, man. It ain't cool no more, man. You grown. Cool. People will tap your you, head, bro. dog. They will. Hey man, but brother, I appreciate you coming on. I'm gonna tell you this, and as we come into a close on the Better Yourself podcast, the next call-in show will be strictly Jaguars only. I'm gonna do two next week. But all my yes, Jaguar sir. fans, tune in. Me and Keith Stallings will be live. We talking Jaguars, the meltdown. We talking Garner Minshew, oh, is he gonna be the guy? We talking Dave Caldwell, Doug Marone, Shaka Khan. Tony Khan, all Come on, we, we talking to everybody, man. It's going to be a dope show, man. But I appreciate everybody for tuning in to the Bell on Yourself podcast. Hey, man, keep it locked, man. You know you trust God and always burn on yourself, man. Man, keep up. Hey, Cub, before we go, I got to let you know, my brother, man. I, I love you, man. I just, I appreciate you growth and everything you're you doing, too, my brother. Just, just just keep going, my brother, because I Man, you I, I already it, know, bro. man. You already yes, know, sir. bro. I'm going to tell y'all something, man. We done been through some things, man. And, bro, it's, it's such a beautiful thing, dog. I try not to get emotional no more, man, but... You can't help it, dog. When you yeah. think about so many, so many people that we know, so many people that we came up with that's either not here now or in in jail, man. And God is great, man. God is amazing that He spared us. He allowed us Definitely. to have a second chance in every in every facet of life because we could have been fouled out, bro. Y'all, if y'all really know us, y'all know what was going on, man. Come on now. Definitely. But man, yeah. hey man, God is good, man, bro. I appreciate you too, man. But y'all keep it locked, man. We on Apple Podcasts too now. Stop playing now, okay? That blue check on the way. Y'all better stop playing, cause we here. Bet on yourself, podcast, man. Love, man. I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. <laughs>